I'll make them all see that I could be anything I want to be. If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief. Yeah. Yo, don't take that. Negative energy, I replace that. I just want to be me. I don't fake that. I just want to be free. Yeah, chase that. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't want to do the same thing. I want to be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true. Got a lot of things that I want to do. Got a lot of goals that I want to prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I got to make moves. Hey, what's going on? It's Kyle George. And I'm Rodney Harris. And you are listening once again to a different angle. Oh, man. Oh, man. So before we get into our typical with the beginning of of our episodes, I'm just going to introduce this man. He was on last week and it was so good. And we didn't even get to touch on everything we wanted to touch on. So we're bringing him back for this week to talk a little bit of trash. But also to have fun since it was a little more personal based last week. Um, we wanted to give y'all a little more fun and a different side of us because I think the last few episodes have been a little more on a serious note. So this is kind of our our let go episode, our 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 uh, f- feel free episode in a way. So call once this again, escapism mechanism. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. <laughs> You heard the voice that is Ahan the Shogun, co-founder of the CDB Network, which we and the Four Corners of Commentary and Dre Lax Podcast and, excuse me, uh, soccer, uh, uh, Shogun Soccer and the CBD Podcast and the Susio Voice and the AM High podcast is all a part of, and there will be more. So, brother, <laughs> glad to have you back. Um, but as we always start the episode, Rod, where's your mental? How you feeling? Man, coming off this weekend and coming off this week, I feel good. I'm still I'm still teetering at, a, at about a seven. Um, I, I think I've been at, at the highest point I've ever been um, so far coming to the tail end of this summer, and Things are starting to look really, really exciting for me. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy. I'm just positive vibes, riding that wave. Take that happiness a little, a little at a time. And hey, man, um, whatever happens, happens. At this point, it's in God's hands. I hear you. I hear you. Um, as for me, much better than last week, thankfully. Um, your boy got a little older over the weekend. Oh yeah. So, so. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just I'm I'm feeling thankful. You know what I mean. Once again, I'm I've been calling people that I haven't spoken to in a little while, um, just kind of giving them my appreciation for helping me and my mindset and uh, the way I view the way I've been able to change my view on a lot of things. So, I I would say mine is seven point five and eight. Uh, I got baby girl's birthday coming up. Uh, the beginning of next week so we got some cool stuff happening for her so i'm just really excited and there's another virgo in the house um so super happy early birthday to the man ahan the show gotten um so appreciate it you know, appreciate it you know rodney's left out of this one but <laughs> damn it's all right. He's a Halloween baby though. He good. He's good. Yo, listen, that's the next. Like, if you're not a Virgo, at least have like <laughs> Halloween, bro. That's crazy. Right. right. Which um, is also Doomsday. 
You know what I'm saying? In honor yeah. of Death Day of June, you know. I always tell my birthday was um a excuse for my parents. Well, Halloween was a holiday in my house because it was an excuse for my parents not to give me a party. Um <laughs> yo, that's so <laughs> what you need a party for, you're gonna get candy tomorrow anyway. Right, right. <laughs> and, and on top of that, you're gonna get you gonna get more candy. Wait a minute. You're gonna get more candy trick or treating than you are I for your party. Jobbed out of this. I'm getting so jobbed out of this. It's like I'm getting it's like I I deserve back pay. <laughs> like, right, right, exactly. You pay what you owe, Santa. Um, so, <laughs> so Ahan, uh, brother man, how's your mental? Uh, mental is good, dude. Um, you know, everything is going good. Uh, my lady's coming in town soon, so, uh, she'll be here tomorrow. Um, I'll get to see her over the weekend. Um, and that's another thing too, that I, I probably really didn't get into last week was just, um, the mental capacity of like being in a long distance relationship until like the mm. both of us are able to you know because my kids are younger so it's a little bit different and and her son he's um still in high school but it, it, you know regardless um I'm, I'm good and like it's it's always that like white rabbit thing because i'm like every single day like wait what am i doing oh right. shit who and I'm trying to figure out the day just so that way I can make sure that, you know, I have the pods up in order. I'm trying to track and follow, not really as backlogged as I am, but still able to right. then work on like other projects. So this week has been pretty, uh, pretty productive. Um, also getting through rehab. I think this has been like day four of being out of my boot since I tore my Achilles. Okay. So um, I think I tore it in like literally the final week of June, um, had surgery, uh, wait, excuse me, uh, toward in the final week of July or the middle of the middle of the month of July, I had surgery, um, on the 30th, um, and then all through August. And then up until now I've been out of, uh, like on disability from work. So right. I go back to work, uh, at the end of this month. So, that's cool, but at least I get to enjoy all this, man. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Get to Absolutely. Get to be a little bit freer. Um, the one thing that I know I'm not going to uh, have as much is, like, uh, the idea of working a nine-to-five and then being on somebody else's clock. I, I think the amount of time that I've been away from work, I'm more so comfortable in the fact that, like um, – you know, I get to do stuff like this. I get to support people. It's something that I can dream. Of course, you know, doesn't mean, uh, bring as much financially, but it, it does really bring um, a lot of satisfaction and things like that. So, right. Absolutely. Um, so talking about, <laughs> excuse me, speaking about the Achilles. Uh, ah. So we're just going to touch this very quickly. So in sports recently, um, the Jets had signed Aaron Rodgers, mm -hmm. um, to which Rodney is a Jets fan. And I know it had to be heartbreaking, demanded, what, four snaps, and then his Achilles snapped. Um, so just not so much what does it feel like, because, I mean, obviously it has to be excruciating pain. 
but <laughs> um how was how did that affect your mental um you know what's crazy is uh it, you know so like from last week you know i talked to you guys about like how i just got into like the podcasting and and things like that but um while all that was going on i was going through a divorce you know my wife and i ex-wife and i have two kids um who are now like my daughter just celebrated her birthday um not too long ago and uh she's three and my son mm -hmm. is six now so it, doing all that and then getting to here uh it was like ebb and flow and then like finally getting through like the muck of the um you know like the the proceedings and then mm -hmm. like you know it's it's pretty much like a business contract to be quite honest so a lot of times when like having conversations with people i'm like yeah there was a lot to do but i still have to look at things as a positive like unfortunately we just grew apart um you know we didn't serve each other's best interests and at the end of the day um we still are going to care a lot for our kids but for me it's like i'm not going to be the type of person that is just going to be very content with like the like if something doesn't really work the way i wanted it to did i really give my all like the whole hums like in in like how do i say it like just settling right because ultimately as we grew up we wanted to be so many big idea things and then we heard the word no a bunch or not yet no you know it just like realizations from other people in regards to you need to think about x y or z and it's like well i have because i'm a fucking virgo one number two like i'm still going to like just because i hear no or it doesn't work out the way that i wanted to right here that's okay so ebbing and flowing through all that then um i think the day that i finally signed my divorce papers got into or was about to go sign them was uh i ended up having to uh getting in an accident and it was like you know oh this sucks um started going to therapy took some time away from work and then got back on my feet i think um with everything after all being said and and uh, my family was out of town my uh, cousin was graduating from high school so they were all there for that um uh and then i tore my achilles that same weekend so i was like by myself um i was on tur i was on a turf field it was a non-contact injury and it like you know it was the most excruciating pain that I think I'd felt in my entire life. Other like, um, unless I lose a limb, um, uh, and I have to give a shout out to, um, adaptive athlete, Mike deal. Cause I spoke with him, uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago before he went off to, um, the, uh, uh, world championship strength, strength games. And, uh, Dre is there as well but he was a guest on Dre's um, podcast. So like for him, I could only imagine, but like, you know, it's, it's the same with maybe you all where you don't want to feel that pain, but you know, it would hurt. And like, I can tap like the back of my Achilles and still feel like, you know, where the incision line is, um, still feel the swelling. There's tenderness, but 
you know, I just know I'm, I'm going to move at it gingerly. So for me, like soccer has always been a big part of my life. I, I played it at a semi-professional level, played overseas, and then, um, you know, got into coaching. But for me, it was always like, oh, I'm going to hate the day that if I ever have to, I can't play anymore. That would like, oh, I'd be gutted. And that was exactly where my mind was at. So, like, when I tore my Achilles and I was on, like, you know, playing in a, um, a over-30 league uh, co-ed, nobody was around, felt like somebody stepped on the back of my leg, and I heard it, like, from my right leg all the way out my ear. And I was just like, whew! So when I explain it, when I explain it, it's um, in regards to the sound, if it it catches a lot of people off guard. So that was the other thing is I felt so bad for one, it happening to me, but then like what other people were watching, right? To see it happen in real time and then be like, oh my God. So that was that was um, you know, like I was I was concerned for them too. Um, but, and I could, you know, thankfully and shout out to everybody that, um, was there, like all the guys from both teams, like helped me to get off the field. Uh, the guy from the facility came over and I'm like, just give me a minute, give me a minute. I don't want to talk about it. Um, they saran wrapped an ice pack to the back of my ankle. And then I end up driving myself to, uh, the emergency room, um, I mean, the most they could do at that point in time, which I hate this about health healthcare, is that they it's a ligament thing, but they ran an x-ray first. I don't again, it is also a good idea to check just to make sure if somebody is um uh you know, possibly has any other damage. But other than that though, like just getting the surgery done, I have to give a huge um shout out to Dr. Yoon, who is my uh, surgeon, and um, OrthoSensi, which is where I had the operation done. But they're also the company that works alongside a lot of um, college sports. And then also uh, the MLS uh, team, which is in Cincinnati, close to where I live. Um, so they do a lot of work with uh, the players from like FC Cincinnati. So I was like, all right, cool. I, it, so, you know, Went from like, holy shit, I don't ever think I might even be able to walk the same again, or I know I'm not going to play. Oh, my God, I'm not going to play, to like, okay, I feel way more comfortable. So, like, it happened quick enough that thankfully, um, thankfully, uh, and, and a huge shout out to my girlfriend, Kara. She helped me through that. So all full circle in the conversation and things, but yeah. Shout out to the missus. You know what I'm saying? So dope. Yeah. But that's that's a wild injury to to really endure. And I, I know Kyle brought it up before. Um, me being a Jet fan and watching Aaron Rodgers rupture that Achilles. Oh, gutted, bro. Broke his damn heart. Oh my goodness. Just to watch that calf vibrate as you can see, you see a pop. I'm like, oh man, like a rubber band off the edge of a table. And, and the the sick part about it is, the older you get, the harder it becomes to recover from injuries. Yeah. And um, like we said, we wish him the best. I hope I hope, I hope his mental is right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know he's contemplating hey man, should I, should I even try to go play this last year in my contract? What 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 to do? You know, should I just ride it out and sit at home? But I know he's a he's a competitor, he doesn't want to go out like that. Right. So I, I get it. And then hearing your story and have that, that that roller coaster of emotions in that short amount of time. All right, it happened. All right, I'm dealing with the pain. All right, now how the hell am I ever gonna walk? Right. All right. Right. Well, nobody touch me because I'm still trying to process all this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you're in the emergency room. Now like it's a lot. And yeah. injuries, just the mental capacity that I've I've torn, I've told my groin. I'm, I'm had sports hernias now. I'm going on my third hernia surgery. I'm I, I play football, so I I know what it's like to have that boatload of like, oh my god, what, what is gonna happen? What is gonna happen? So I I I applaud you for just maintaining that because it's not easy. Um, yeah. Sit there, compose yourself, and try and try to stay as professional as possible while dealing with the pain and dealing with the are yeah. you okay? You're like, no, I'm clearly not okay. Right. <laughs> We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> um, For sure. Me. Listen, oh, and, not going. And I was gonna say, add this caveat to it too, right? So think about if like somebody were to have, you know, the injury that I had, or like the the hernia um, surgery that you had to deal with. But on top of that, as an adult, right? Like we still have to take care of our responsibility. Yep, absolutely. So then it's like trying to you know and thank thank god that i'm in a place um that i I work for a good company it's a fortune five and um you know of course i'm able to do this stuff too with like the network and everything but you know that pays the bills and for me to be able to take the time off and you know have like paid disability leave um and things like that uh it it was like i was so thankful for it because i know if that situation were different and you know like it, it maybe some somebody might be working a job that might not have the insurance like i have great insurance that covered a lot of like what i you know so like when i get bills even though it's frustrating to just be like why the f-? like this is stupid but yeah. it's a lot less than what like I would have had to pay for a surgery to repair something that serious. Like yeah. same thing with Rod, if he, you know, in, in his situation where his um, sports uh, um, career maybe impacted him. And that's the thing too, is like a lot of people don't even look at it for you to do and like train your body in a way for it to become like, think about like Aaron Rodgers being at that level where he's, getting that big deal to come to New York mm-hmm. to play for the Jets um, and then to have that injury. And then it's like, bro, this is my livelihood. Can I even come back? Would they even be willing? So right. like in his head, when he's on that cart, he's like, yo, my whole fucking year is done. And yeah. when I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch the game. So I had just started to like catch. Cause at that point in time I was doing, um, stuff for the network and just doing some back in back uh, back office stuff. So, you know, I'm starting to see all these tweets and everything like that that are coming up and they're talking about it. Uh, Andrew, you know, like, wait, what happened? And then like they show the Jets fan like flipping yeah, off, like you know, Monday night or Monday night football. Yeah. And I'm just like, what happened? Like, 
And then I saw, I saw just the pop. I saw the pop on the drive and I immediately like it, like it shocked my whole mm-hmm. system. So it gave me like PTSD. So even yeah. at that point, like, you know, maybe you, Rod, you can probably attest to this too. Kyle, I'm sure if you've had like an injury, knock on wood. Nope. Um, nope, nope. You. Not, Luckily, double knock on wood. Never dots. Right. But um, <laughs> like when you have a particular type of injury and you see someone else potential, like you're, you become empathetic, but you also like, I don't yeah. want to see it. Uh, because your well, body is in like still its own trauma of like, nah. Yeah, and and it's not even only just injuries, right? It could be it could really just be any like traumatic situation that you've been through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it could be yeah. a breakup, it could be somebody losing their job, it could be losing a family member or something, you know, mm-hmm. somebody close. So so I completely understand where you're like not to say that you would look just be like, damn, but really actually like truly understand what they're going through and it might not you know this is what this is what i say um all the time now you know Sorry it's like that. yeah you good it's like uh you know every i i said this for hopefully a a a future guest i said this to a future guest um i said you know everybody has a story no no i'm sorry no everybody goes through similar situations but that's what they are similar we all have a different story to tell you know mm-hmm. what i mean but those stories are what makes you relatable so um actually i had a friend of mine too that that once again um we're gonna have him on the show and you know he, he he's a really good friend of mine and i i love the fact that whenever we speak even when we're just joking around we end up getting to these deep conversations and, you know, I, he was like, you know, hey, you know, I'm not sure if I'm going to, you know, bring any value. And I'm like, nah, man, listen, you got to understand. Part of the reason Rod and I did this, you know, and I feel like we talk about this a lot damn near on every episode. But, but the reason why Rod and I did this is the simple fact that if, if like, you know, we released this episode and if it touches or helps one person, then we did our job. So, you know, you never know what, what the person listening is going through, you know. And well, that's... What's, what I would say to that, too, and, and Rodney, you can probably attest to this, but it's like kind of like a sports mentality, right? Oh, yeah. So a lot of times, like when we, as like a secondary thing, I would say more so than like the real, the main denominator as to why we play sports, but, you know, the impact of like eventually we would want to, touch or um i would say inspire someone mm-hmm. to either follow what we do or um if it can you know if, if what we're talking about is adaptable um in that particular instance but like from sports bro i when i played i wanted to be the greatest player on the planet but of course this is like a side effect of what happens when you have to play at you know, uh, uh, as you get higher in level and then also thinking about, um, like if it, I don't know if you've seen this or you thought about this rod, uh, when you look at like athletes that play football and you see like the toll it took on their bodies, I Mm -hmm. see it from a soccer standpoint. Um, of course, 
you still want to live in like a healthier lifestyle, but over time, like people's genetics and things take mm-hmm. over. Um, they just aren't training the way that they used to. Some people stay fit and active. Some people don't. Um, but that's the nature of the beast. But have you seen it with like football? Absolutely. Um, we got, we got, I got guys that I play with since we were kids. Now some of them like go into the fit and not fit at, at the attributes. Mm-hmm. Some of them are the healthiest they ever been now. But some of them that were super duper healthy as when we were younger have just kind of like, hey man, life just took its soul. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have to, I didn't have to do those extra five laps with a garbage bag on me in the middle of August. Right. every monday wednesday and friday you know i didn't have to go through all that torture and training camp and working out and doing those push-ups and sit-ups and running those suicides i didn't so these guys forget that grind but as an athlete you you got to understand that competitive nature just always is going to be it's going to be a fire that's just going to burn in you and it yeah, might be anything that you do in your life it can be it can be something as something it's just your job your job mm-hmm. you stay competitive all right, so if you're in sales and you say no, you notice that Tom made more sales than you this month. Now I gotta beat Tom next month. Right. I gotta get I gotta get one more than Tom, at least one more. I right, well, how many you had Tom? Oh no, 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 Tom. You ain't beating me next month. I promise you that. It, that it, it just comes out of you. You gotta it's about being hungry and it's a part it becomes a part of you that some guys just lose that hunger and they forget mm. what it feels like. So mentally they're like, you know what? Hey man, I don't have to run these laps no more. I, I ain't 16, 17 years old no more. We ain't playing mm-hmm. high school. I ain't got to do this no more. I ain't trying to go pro. Well, dude, you still, if if right. I listen to what coach said to me at 17, 18 years old, right. Right. I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, it's, you know, it's like if I would have just kept up that same fire. Because I'm one of those guys that lost that fire for a little while. But it, you know I, what's crazy? Uh, sorry to cut you off, bro. You know what's crazy is—is is it like, but it adapts and changes, right? Yeah. And so you've used that same fire, but it moves in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, has it, it has it happened more so like professionally? Yeah. Um, it would say more on a professional level, where I'm become more competitive on a professional side than mm-hmm. me going after athletics, or it can be something as simple as playing a board game with your family. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! To see that I'm, dog come out of you, and you're like, bro. no, no, Uno's about. To, I'm about to flip the table. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> you Definitely. Uno, it's yeah. a wrap, bro. I'm, I'm coming. At well, listen, listen, care. wait, and you know, and you know how, and you know how our people are. It's Uno, Spades, and Dominoes, bro. Like, don't see me in none of those. Um, listen, but I'm it's, trying to it's, beat you in whatever. It does right, not matter. Right, right. Talking about public speaking, I'm gonna whoop you in that too. Um, listen, but it's FIFA, funny. Right. Uno, Call of Duty Mobile, like soccer, <laughs> it, nigga, even hurt, bro. Like, and that's the thing too, because of course, in my mind, it's like I still am fit, and like you said, Rod, and sorry to cut you off, Kyle. No, 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 but ahead. like, um, just in that aspect of like looking at your teammates, I remember going back, bro, I was like the oldest person. I would say other than like one or two people and those guys like probably or they're still playing. Um, my one fraternity brother, Andy Zooks, he's got an academy in Dayton. Um, Cause I went to a division three school, uh, Wilmington college and uh, we were in the Ohio athletic conference. So we're playing a lot of really good competition and especially within like soccer. 
you know, there's only so many big schools or D1 schools, yeah. which is wild, though. I saw something um, on, I think it was like Instagram or Twitter, like most Division One colleges are like in the Midwest to Eastern mm-hmm. seaboard. As you get further and further out West, you see that it starts to spread out a lot. But, you know, like um, play great competition. Uh, and like I still go back. And, and play an alumni game, but I'd look at dudes and I'd be like, ah, man, like, what have you been doing? <laughs> right, you know, right, some right. People still, it's still like, it's like high school active. reunions, right? Like, you'd be like, oh, uh, oh, you look great. Uh, you bro, good? I've been like freaking the fuck out. I remember I like low key had a panic attack because when I got weighed um, for my surgery, because they had to weigh me. So, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably around 200 pounds, which normally. Like when I was in school, I would I would sit like my body fat was um, not high at all, so I sat around like one ninety. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. I put I put on a little bit more because I'm not as active. So I would say that I was at like two hundred, bro. When I found out and got weighed, I was two sixteen. Nigga, I went wait 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 because it, it was um. You know, like so it, it was like an industrial like right. scale. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. And then that was right before I went into surgery. And I'm like, damn, I just found out I'm fat. But I know it's like Stop. it's just my midsection. It is literally yeah, just my right, midsection. Right, right. But again, it's like, oh damn. So I need to get back into that, right? Like yeah. getting back into like for me, after I stopped playing competitively. Like I would find other things that I was passionate about. So I started doing like longboarding, um, Love longboarding. which I had picked up uh, when I went on my honeymoon in Hawaii um, and uh, also playing um, like I would play soccer before I had kids. I was playing soccer probably like three times a week. Mm-hmm. So still like, you know, in it to where it's like I could keep you know, eat the way I like still eat the way that like I ate when I was back in college and not pick up those heavy pounds. Um, I see it. So like, that's the one thing to where it's like, you know, some folks will get down on themselves, but I'm more Mm -hmm. so just like, I look at everything flat, bro. It's like, you know, be honest with yourself, take your own accountability in that certain, Mm -hmm. in that situation. But again, that's more so from upbringing, but like Rod was talking about, it's from listening to my coaches like, yo, you can't bullshit yourself. Otherwise, like you're going to live in delusion. We see a lot of this with just conversations of every topic on the Internet. But again, yeah. it's like in real life, I have to look at myself and my own accountability. So, right. you know, that's where it was like the fire got relit in my gut. But then I put it towards like the network. I've been putting it towards, um, you know, my rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. All that. So that's a big thing. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say before we switch our topic because we got to make this this half an hour fun. Um, but uh, you know, I, I guess you know I, I I didn't do well. That's a lie. I did sports when I was younger. I, I was in baseball. And in the martial arts, you know, as y'all know, was very heavy in my life. I was, I'm heavily influenced by, you know, rest of soul, my instructor, and you know, just my uh, what discipline? 
Uh, Kung Fu was Wang Shao Jai. Okay. Oh, whoa, I said that way wrong. Sorry, mom. Don't 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 beat me up. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was you disrespectful. You me I'm I'm speaking quick, so it's like my mouth started moving faster than my brain. Um, mama had nothing to do with this. Yeah, no, no, no. That, uh, yeah, it's all it's all I'll Ronnie's fault. It's all Ronnie's fault. Oh no 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 y'all I'm going down y'all coming with me. Um, wow. Damn um, gonna Um it, oh my god that's terrible. Either way it's oh that's cold. Oh I just caught it. Um it's called uh in English it is uh ever changing hands. So it's actually a combination of a lot of different styles that my instructor learned throughout the years. Um but anyways, it, it, so I do understand, like, I've seen the injuries. So even look, watching somebody get injured and then somebody you know and then watching someone else get injured, you're like, oh, no, you know. Um, and we've seen freak accidents in everything. So especially, once again, we're all wrestling fans. You know, we've seen stuff in UFC. We've seen stuff in sports. So... Uh, so yeah, yeah no, it, the it's, Owen Hart, the Owen Hart thing still like haunts me well, to this day. But that was, it, but that's what I'm saying, man. It's like it, as as a human being, which I think a lot of us um, get desensitized mm -hmm. with what's going on Very today, true. and like just in today's society, we, you still have to be empathetic. So absolutely, part of the reason why I really was, uh, and I'm so excited to be on ADA is just the fact that like, you have to come from a place of empathy to right. have a conversation about, you know, a person's mental health. And, right. you know, it, it's one of those things to where like, why I was so happy to have you guys on is, it's a much needed conversation. And I think it's probably one of the most important things that we should be talking about, because then it allows for you to go from like, being uh, empathetic, but then also um, moving to a place like a deeper place of humanity, right? Where you want to see you want to see everybody do well. You want to see all Absolutely. those things. Otherwise, like um, you know, what what the topic that Dre brought up on Sucio Boys is like the American dream real, or is it just a fallacy? Yeah. So it's like if you're willing to say that it's real, then you also have to be empathetic to say that it should be real for everyone but there are things that have been put in place that we have to undo um right. but we also have to make it a place that like yes everybody deserves it yeah definitely um let's switch topics yeah so rod uh wanted to get into one piece he was asking us about one piece and i, I technically just started uh because i've never watched it one not go actually no i watched i i watched Listen. i watched it once and i got to like episode three and i was like ah yeah you know it's what i'm jagged. saying like, yeah 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 so um my uh my girlfriend her son he has been at my neck bro like like yo you gotta watch one piece but again right. it's like something that he likes so that's yeah, why i started right. well so well, i'm on episode 20. Well, listen, and this is what I was telling Rod off camera, right? Um, I found out that there's a website called One Pace, P-A-C-E, and they cut some of the stuff out that isn't necessarily 
the important parts. Like it takes all the important parts. So like one of the arcs might be two, two and a half hours. I've, I saw one of the arcs was 10 hours, you know, which in retrospect is what? 10, 10 episodes, 10, one hour episodes. You know what I mm. mean? So, so check that out. I'm already, I'm trying to get, trying to tell Rod to, you know, start watching it on there so you can catch up quick. Yes. Hey, listen, yo, I'm going to, next time, I appreciate you because now, now I'm going to, so now that I said, I'm going to rewatch 20. If I'm at episode 20, like the next time I'm like, hey, tell, tell, tell him that I'm in episode 100. Right, 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 right. Talk about I'm in this arc at this moment. But the thing about anime, she she doesn't know shit about anime. So, like for me and him, we geek out. But you know what's crazy? So even even my wife, right? Uh, she like she loves Death Note. So and that to me, I think that that might be one of like the only animes like she was like in, like she was into it, and that's what she told me. That was one of the things when we first started dating. I found out I was like, oh, that's sick. So even she watched the Americanized movie and she was like, yo, I'm never doing that shit to myself again. Um, so like it was disrespectful. But then I chat like instead of me putting her on to like a simplified. not I don't want to call it simplified, but like something a little easier to get into. I started with One Punch Man, where it's already a spoof of anime tropes and. She was like, nah, this is stupid. And I was like, okay, I understand why you don't like this. So let's eventually try something else. Um, but part of the reason why I want to bring up anime, we all do love anime, different animes, different cartoons, things like that. Um, but there is, you know, there, as we know, right, there's a lot of slack when it comes to video gaming. There's a lot of slack when it comes to watching cartoons. There's a lot of slack when it comes to watching anime. Um, a lot of people, male, female, whatever, feel that it's quote unquote childish. Okay. Um, before I ask the question, I just want to say this. Number one, not childish. Because <laughs> if you watch anime, there's a lot of, and even a lot, a lot of cartoons, honestly, no matter the decade, like there's a lot of adult situations in these animes or cartoons there's also a lot of learning and a lot of um what's the word i'm looking for values and morals in a lot of them right so like dragon ball z for instance a lot of people oh they're shooting beams they're changing they're transforming and stuff yeah but you're talking about a guy who (laughs) yeah he just likes to fight which is a problem but <laughs> but but this is also a guy who when he's down he never gives up so he goes back to solve the issue to to save the universe or whatever the case may be once again i think at the end of the day he just likes to fight which is why the universe is always in trouble to begin with <laughs> but but my question to you guys is what lessons and and if you could specify what anime, what lessons have you learned from maybe an anime or or I'll even say like a like a because we don't want to use like right now I'm not specifically talking about anything Americanized, um, but 
a lesson that you learn from something like an anime where it might be a little more wild on the animation side on you know people if you want to say silly or whatever the case may be um but how do how, how have those lessons help you grow and help your mental Ehan, you want to go first? Sure. Um, you know what's crazy is like as you were asking that question, I could think of the exact uh, like part of this particular one because um, I know that I remember the episode like clear as day, and it's funny because like this particular part I see it often. So, it, but I see it like you know how the universe will send you or at least in my head it's like. We live in a living universe. We're all part of this big organism. If you look at like Mm -hmm. what we exist in this plane or whatever as like a cell, like Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. basically the exact same, uh, the exact same like structure just in like a smaller format. So uh, the universe to me sends things to me when I'm supposed to get them or if I'm not at a place that maybe I need to be. I was watching Avatar, uh, The Last Airbender, mm. and there's an episode in Avatar where, um, if you remember where he's uh, meditating at the pools and yes. there's the yin and yang, like the white and the mm. black koi fish that are swimming around. And uh, he was talking about blockage, right? So sometimes things will get in the way that block the flow of what we're, how we're supposed to move or where we're supposed to be moving to. So he's like, sometimes you have to, you know, it might take some effort, but all it really takes is just a little bit of movement to get that blockage out of the way. And then it continues to flow. So it, it, in that sense, it's like, you know, there's a lot of times where I think we all get caught up in like the rat race of things. We'll get caught up in um, just very trivial shit that ultimately doesn't like if we were on our deathbed, would that shit matter? Right. And that's that's more so how I look at it. So for me, I try to live each day through legacy and it's like doing stuff like this, even though it seems very trivial to most. Um, maybe if my words reach somebody or our words right. reach somebody and right. and help them to get through whatever it is then so be it but it's like you have to be in a place of preparedness so that you're able to receive the message so it was weird that i'm sitting there and i remember where i was at and i kind of just got stuck and saw that but in those moments like when i feel stuck it's like yeah there's going to be that little bit of blockage but so what yeah. Do the work you have to so that that blockage moves out of the way and then all of this stuff's going to flow to you. So, yep. again, if you put things out into the universe, all the stuff that we all as kids wanted, it takes a little bit of work. But if you say it, you manifest it, you're going to pull it closer to you right. and you don't let any of the stuff that like can get in your way like. Oh, I got to go to this job. This shit sucks. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. We were having mm-hmm. a conversation, Kyle, um, off, off, uh, in, in, uh, uh, the spaces. And, you know, yeah. it took that like Sloan and I was like ready to jump in too. Cause it's like, bro, you just got to keep, keep doing it. Fuck it. Like, 
I'm in a space now that I don't give a shit how many no's I get. If I get the yes, it's a problem. And as right. soon as the no's see what I did to that one yes, they're going to try to come back, but it's going to cost you more right. because you didn't get to push it to where it is now. So yeah. in my head, like, bro, everybody thinks I'm a nutball when I think about stuff. But it's like, yeah, bro, I felt like Aang. I feel like Aang. I'm, I might not even be the avatar, my nigga. I might be soaking, but I'm still right. going to get you with this boomerang, bro. And it's, and it's that. It's really that. So it's like I would – I learned so much from, like, things like anime and, it, you know, and sometimes there's escapism where you can just have fun and, of course, you know, whatever. Course. But, like, there's, there's always a lesson to be learned. Like, I would say Naruto a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny is like I've even been working on my own um, adaptation, but just something that is adaptable to people of our culture because right. it's a common thread. So you just take little bits and pieces. I think when people say that like anime is childish, um, they they're it, like what's they don't grown understand up. It. Yeah. But then it goes like what's grown up. The same person that says that anime is childish, go watch it, goes to watch a reality TV show that is not exactly. based in reality. So what are we yep. talking about? Look, I, it's funny you said that, too. And and Rod, I'll get to you as soon as I just make this point. But I don't remember if I said this recently on a on one of our episodes or somewhere else. But, you know, while I was working in the hospital and this isn't a shot to to said nurses, but, you know, because, you know, they were good. They're great people, honestly. But because of the things that I'm into, a la wrestling, a la anime, cartoons, comics, um, video games, you know, they would call the nickname would be Manchild, which, you know, I've had people come to me and go, hey, does that bother you? And I said, no. Why? Because what they think about that doesn't affect my love or my passion for these things. So, like, I can't tell you how many video games I've played that has had like an underlining meaning that's changed my life or maybe not changed my life, but changed my outlook on things or a cartoon and or video game that like, you know, how many Looney Tune cartoons have like deeper meanings that people haven't realized or oh, dude, it's, it's crazy you know, to go back and watch those now yeah, all as of an them. adult, all of them, even stuff like, yo, you know, we were, and and there's not that much of an age gap between the three of us, right? It I think it's essentially I think it's five and five or something like that, right? And Rocco's Modern Life was about real life. No, my favorite like, ever. Rocco's Modern Life is like yeah. it, 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 one of the most underrated cartoons on oh, the internet. I, I want to tell people, do y'all realize yeah, right. he's a sex phone operator? Yes, yeah. it's yeah. hilarious. And the fact is, is that his neighbor was trying to get, yo, his that that frog neighbor, she was trying to get oh, yeah, Rocco. Trying to get it. Yo, Rocco just kept deflecting. <laughs> just, just He's like, deflecting. No. <laughs> but Rod, um, um, what about what about what about you? You know what gets me crazy is that I'm a die. I bleed pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. So when people tell me that, oh anime is childish or pro wrestling is childish like so is the bachelor yeah. so is love and hip-hop 
I say the same thing. Uh, oh, so is um, any other reality show you decide to tune in on on a Sunday exactly. at 8 p.m. So are the movies that you watch. So are the movies that you wait so for. So are the TV series what? that you watch. Like, so knock it off with the childish. Look, we all have our things. We all have our things that we're into. All right? If you're into reality TV, go with God. Go for you. I'm into pro wrestling. I'm into anime. I'm into I'm into things that actually entertain me and that I can learn lessons from that. With that being said, I didn't get into anime right away. It took me a long time. Everybody tried. And I said, you know, when I met Kyle, Kyle was like, Rodney, take it slow. Take your time. <laughs> you know, I'm going to start you off with Dragon Ball. We're going to work you up, okay? We're not going to let you just dive in to attack, to attack on Titan or something. I was like, well, I don't know what I don't know where to start, man. There's so much to watch. So start where I started. Yeah, so he said start with Dragon Ball and work your way to the top. I was like, okay. So I started there, but then in between, I would watch um like My Hero. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that really caught my eye about My Hero is the understanding of you can be whatever you want to be. All you have to do is believe in yourself, and you have to just be motivated to reach that goal at the end of the day. Believe so it. So it's yeah. that you wasn't born with power. So who cares? Your power is you. You're the real power. Not right. the not the special ability, not the extra piece of equipment. You are the power. And that applies to everything I do in my life. So it's like it, it, from from social justice to to any walk of life, to business, to anything. You are the power. The people are the power. You are the machine. Do you don't this this don't work without you? Mm. Yo, so, you that's straight up. And that's the biggest thing that I, I I took away from something like my hero. So once I got that, I said, you know what, I'm into this now. Because yeah. it's not it's more than a cartoon, it's mm-hmm. more than just something colorful, it has a deeper meaning. And as a you know, now watching it as an adult, I get the jokes, I get the innuendo, I get the the message. Right. As a kid, you know, you see the colors, you like the fight and the action. You're like, mm-hmm. get in front of the TV. Listen to the lessons that's being taught. Listen to what's being said. We can break it down to live action shows like Power Rangers, right? Oh, oh, get out of my head. Get out of my head, uh, sir. This is, this is why we do this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so when you talk about Power Rangers, it, yeah, it's live action. Yeah, it might be a little cheesy with the jokes. and yeah, Okay, but Pay attention to the lesson. Well, that's every the thing, episode though. has one, that's, and that's the that's, crazy thing. Every ult- single ult- episode has a lesson. Ultimately, though, it 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 comes down to the person that's watching, right? Because again, Absolutely. there's like, uh, sorry about that. Uh, Are you good? Uh, but there is um, there there's different things that you can always pick up, like people. Like, no matter what it is, there, there's a, a couple things that we can address, right? Like, allow people to live and exist in a space that you don't understand and know and be happy for them because they have something that constructively or it allows for them to feel in a way or understand things in a much deeper way. All of this shit has meaning. Like, that's the thing, bro. Like, most of us have, like, desensitized ourselves to turn off that childlike everything that i'm taking in and absorbing is for me because it's the universe is speaking to me it's giving me these little hints and tidbits right to where it drops a gem and it might be something silly like bro 
we you were talking about video games so and i wanted to add this and um you know let you guys rock but um ghost of tsushima like when i played that, that right now right so it's it, the biggest takeaway and and i'll let you uh, try not to i won't spoil it um but the biggest takeaway is adaptability now do you want to follow the pathway of like a samurai which mm-hmm. is through honor and you know tradition and all these things or are you going to be also adaptable to like in a role of a ninja to where you have to move in a way just to Silent. get through it yeah. so it's like you have to survive to get through the game and there's probably going to be times that you're going to have to do something that Different, you may not right. like or you feel like it's it's below you or all these things but ultimately for you to find the victory at the end of the conquest when this is all said and done does it make you feel um does it make you feel like you've accomplished something like right. are you are you good with the accomplishment are you able to do all those things like bro i can move in any stance wave shape or form mm-hmm. i move with honor as a samurai which is what like again most people are like why the fuck do you go by eight on the shogun like as, number one if you've ever seen fucking uh uh the last or what was it, the last dragon with uh barry gordy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the shogun that was my shit my mom and i sure always loved it so show enough was my dude but um i was like i, I also moved like both of, it's duality if you yeah. take in like kung fu verse you know what i'm saying like wu-tang my nigga like it's, <laughs> it's uh yin and yang like they're different parts they both exist like light yeah. and dark the same thing with mental health like you have to do the yep. shadow work as they say for those that are like um esoteric and all that mm-hmm. uh you have to do the shadow work within yourself that takes some accountability it takes some like yeah i don't like most people are trying to like gloss shit over like you put glitter on dookie my nigga it's just pretty dookie right you see what right, i'm saying right, right. Put lipstick on a pig. You you know, so it's like other than that, if you don't, I was trying to think of an the, analogy. I couldn't think of in one. the mud. If you don't get in the mud and like clean the pen, so to speak, then it's always going to be like fucked up. And yeah, if you don't, if you don't clean your sneakers, um, I can't think of one. All right, I'm yeah, trying to think of an analogy. We're gonna work on it. We're gonna work on it. We're gonna work <laughs> right? on it. He's gonna get back to you with his analogy for real. For real. <laughs> I, 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 I don't mean to cut you off because you brought up Last Dragon, which brought back so many memories for me growing up as a kid. I have to ask you, what was your favorite part of that movie? Uh, Matter of fact, not even part. Line. Give one line. I know it's multiples. There's multiple lines you can pick from, but there's uh, one line in there that just. It gets me every time. Uh, every you know what's crazy is so staying on point with like you know theme wise of of this episode. Um, ultimately, it was when like Bruce Leroy kind of switched over it where he got the glow and shit, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Who's the master? I am." Like, I am. nigga, you couldn't tell me shit. I was. Fucking kicking and punching all in my living room. When that nigga caught that te- his teeth, uh, the bullet with his teeth, 
Yeah, nigga. Let's go. Nah, Leroy. The line for me was when he was telling the story. He goes, catching bullets with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leroy. Leroy. Wait, so, so, you know what's funny? So, Man. one of my favorite movies to this day is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, right? And nobody can understand why it's my favorite. I don't care. It's my favorite. So... It's got to be Ninja Rap, bro. Bro, no, not even. There's so, and I love Ninja Rap, and I think I still remember the dance to this day. Go like, Ninja, go Ninja, go! Yo, come on, stop like, like you ain't the whole, the whole... remember that. Listen, I don't know what there, I don't know none of the shit that Vanilla Ice said, bro. I don't know yo, a single. What yo, it's the Green Machine spit. gonna rock the town without being seen? So I've never seen little, little, little. Come on, it's my joint. That's what I'm. I used to know that movie. I still think I do line for line. Oh, yo, but when. When <laughs> I don't know if I spoke about this on the show. So one of my favorite lines to this day, or one of my favorite sequences, is when Tokar and Razar finally like became, you know, their monstrous versions. So Shredder's happy as hell. Yes, I have a monster. La, da, da. They break, they break down the 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 metal that was holding them back, right? The cages. Blow. He goes, <laughs> he goes. Took off, Rizar. You will do this. I said, you will call me master. And then you hear, <laughs> they go, ma, 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 like to compare it to something more modern, right? It it this sounded kind of like Bane for a minute. How Bane was in in Batman, uh, 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 the Dark Knight uh, Rises, and all you it was just supposed to be one giant sigh, right? Like angry, like sigh. And he said, "Yo, I was crying." Like, I, there's too many. There's too many I've in that seen, movie. I've seen Cold, that on Twitter. Ninja Somebody's cuts. like, ah! Yo, like, I can't. I can't. He's, he, he, they ran. He was like, yeah, next time I'll use mustard. Like, listen, there's, there's too many quotes. Yo, nah. Uh, first Ninja Turtle, when they're both, it's Donatello and uh, Mikey waiting on the pizza. Yes. And like, to heirs to the, uh, Divine. But. Like to pay for a late pizza, never. Like or whatever the fuck you said, bro. That shit had me weak, and it sits and like lives in existence. Yo, it's listen. Look, we can keep going. We gotta wrap up the show. Um, listen, brother. We will definitely have you on a future episode. You already know how that goes. Maybe next time, what we'll do is we'll get the Sucio boys on. Oh, and, bro, you guys you guys and, know you're more than welcome to jump across any of the episodes or shows or podcasts by all means. So just let me know. Um, yeah, I would love to have you guys on um, CDB podcast. So, yeah, let's cross the lab yes, for, sure. for sure. I'm always thankful whenever you guys have me on. Um, again, like, it's, it's all passion-fueled. So the reason why – like I'm as happy and excited to do this and always scrambling and running around like the white rabbit off of Alice in Wonderland. That is mm. my spirit. That is my spirit animal, bro. I'm I'm high key, low key, always late. 
uh, because I've got other shit always going on. Right, you but went like, on CPT. We got it, bro. <laughs> but if I stay busy and I and I keep moving, motion will get me to a hundred. I know that's how long I'm living. I'm getting to a hundred, bro. I hear you. A healthy, well, look, a healthy hundred. A healthy hundred. Yep. Well, Ahan, let the people know where they could find you and your podcast. Oh my goodness! Um, if you want to follow me on any of the platforms, uh, more often than not, it's a hun the Shogun. Um, so on Instagram, uh, a dot hun dot the Shogun. Uh, that also you can follow my fan page on Facebook. Um, a lot of that stuff is linked. Uh, you can follow uh, me on Twitter um, at a underscore hun underscore the Shogun. Uh, but more than anything, in regards to the pods, all the pods, uh, if you follow the CDB network on Instagram um, or if you uh, are listening to uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any RSS feed, you can search uh, the CDB network. You'll find all of the podcasts attached. What was funny is like when you started reading those off, bro, I got dizzy, but I was like, holy shit, man, I've been doing some work. Yeah. Yes, you have. This is true. Um, well, look, listen, I, I had to take that from Dre because Dre Dre has a schedule down pack. I'm trying to be like him when I grow up in in shape and just happy. Oh, no, I'm just <laughs> I am happy. Um, but uh, so with that being said, brother, we thank you. We appreciate you so much. Rod, let them know where they can find you. Sir, let's do what we do. You know, you can find me on Instagram at Rod underscore Rod underscore Binks. And of course, on Twitter at Rod Rod Binks. Yes, sir. And you can find me, uh, Mr. Marvel 87, both on Instagram, Twitter, and the Tiki Taki. Uh, also, you can follow 88 Pod both on Instagram and Twitter. It's 88 Pod uh, 2023. Also, if you guys have any topics that you might even want to talk about, uh, you can email us 88 Pod 2023 uh, at gmail.com. Um, also, make sure you listen to us. On the CDB network, as Ahan said, on all streaming platforms, and check out the YouTubes. Listen, uh, CDB network is Wu Tang out here. We the new Wu Tang, bro. <laughs> bong, yeah, we all, all, all we need is the chain. All we need is the chains. Diversify so, your bonds, my guy. <laughs> listen, uh, also protect your neck. So, with that being yes! said, yes. <laughs> So with that being said, everyone, please stay positive. Rod, tell them. If you're looking for a different angle, where the guys will give it to you. It's been a different angle, guys. Be like, peace. Yo, don't take that Negative energy, I replace that I just wanna be me, I don't fake that I just wanna be free, yeah, chase that I got a new obsession It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson It's living and winning and building something that's impressive I don't wanna do the same thing, I wanna be progressive all. Got a lot of dreams that I need come true Got a lot of things that I wanna do Got a lot of goals that I wanna prove And there's not a lot of time, so I gotta make moves